Hey guys, good morning. It's Jen here with P40Ministries.com. We're in Genesis chapter 14 today, and I'm actually going to read the entire chapter once again, but I'm going to do it a little differently this time. And I'm actually going to just summarize verses 1 through 12, mainly because there is a lot of names in here that there is no way I am going to be able to pronounce. For example, let's see here. King Ketterlamer, Ketterlamer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that guy's name. And there is plenty more of those kinds of names all throughout this. So I'm going to go ahead and summarize verses 1 through 12, and then I'll read the rest, which is verses 13 through 24. So the problem is that this is not a chapter that can be easily broken up into sections. It's kind of just one long story of Abram's life and also Lot's life at this point. So like I said, there's not a good breaking point in this particular chapter. So I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the entire thing. So verses 1 through 12, you can go ahead and read it if you absolutely want to. Like I said, though, I'm just going to summarize it for the sake of both time and my grammar. (laughs) So you remember from my last recording that Lot went and lived on the edge of Sodom, and Sodom was a wicked nation. So war begins to break out. And these four kings went up against five kings. And the five kings were the kings of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboam, and Bela. And they prepared for battle against these other four kings. And the reason that war broke out was because the five kings had been under this one king named King, um, for the sake of the name, I, I think it's Kederlamer, but I'm going to go ahead and just call him King Keter. So King Keter was one of the kings from the four that were attacking these five kings. And he was a king that was kind of a king over all the kings. And these five kings were subject to him and they began to rebel. They were sick of being subject to him. And after 13 years, they finally rebelled against King Keter. And these kings are all warring against each other. So King Keter leads this attack and with his other kings that he had um, signed an agreement with, I suppose, and goes against these five kings in battle. And as it happened, they were in the Dead Sea Valley and it was filled with all these tar pits. And because of that, the five kings lost that battle. And many of their soldiers slipped into these tar pits. It says in verse, let's see here, it says in verse 10 that many people fell into the tar pits while the rest escaped into the mountains. And the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled at that point. Now, the victor, um, the, the victors, the kings that were victorious, invaded and plundered Sodom and Gomorrah. And this included Lot. So they captured Lot because he was living on the outskirts of the city at that time. And he captured Lot. And you remember from the last podcast episode that Lot was very rich as well. So they plundered Lot. They took Lot as captive and plundered all that he had and carried off. It says in verse 12 that they carried off everything he owned. 
So I'm going to start reading in verse 13 and finish in verse 24 here of Genesis chapter 14. And I'm actually going to read out of the NLT version today just to help me out with some of those names to simplify it for myself. In verse 13, it says, But one of Lot's men escaped and reported everything to Abram the Hebrew, who was living near the oak grove belonging to Mamer the Amorite. Mamer and his relatives, Eshkol and Aner, were Abram's allies. When Abram heard that his nephew Lot had been captured, he mobilized the 318 trained men who had been born into his household. Then he pursued Cater's army until he caught up with them at Dan. There he divided, he divided his men and attacked during the night. But Abram chased them as far as Hobah, north of Damascus. Abram recovered all the goods that had been taken, and he brought back his nephew Lot with all his possessions and all the women and other captives. After Abram returned from his victory over Cater and all his allies, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Shiva, that is, the king's valley. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem and a priest of God the Most High, brought Abram some bread and wine. Melchizedek blessed Abram with this blessing. Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give back my people who were captured, but you may keep for yourself all the goods you have recovered. Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I solemnly swear to the Lord, the God most high, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take so much as a single thread or a sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abram rich. I will accept only what my young warriors have already eaten. I request that you give a fair share of the goods to my allies, Aner, Eshkel, and Mamer. So that is the end of Genesis chapter 14. So what is happening here in verse 13 is that, like I said before in, in previous episodes, Abram had a lot of people, a lot of servants, a lot of um, male and female servants that lived in his household. And he had 318 trained young men. And all these men, it says here in verse 14, were born into his household. So when Abram heard that Lot had been captured, he got scared, right? He was, he was scared that his, um, his nephew had been captured. So he had several allies in the area. So Abram had the allies Eshkel and Aner and also Mamer. After Abram hears that Lot has been captured, he takes his own 318 trained men. And he goes and he finds this King Cater who had basically taken Lot and, and captured him. And he goes and finds him and he pursues him and he catches up with him and he attacks during the night. And Cater's army completely flees. They, they, this caught them so off guard. They probably thought that they won this battle. They didn't expect Abram, who had all these trained men, to come and rise up against him. So... Cater's army completely flees, and Abram ends up recovering all of the goods from Sodom 
and ends up also recovering the goods that Lot had been um that had been with Lot and also Lot himself and also all the women and all the other captives. So Abram with his 318 trained men goes and attacks this king that had just won a battle with who knows how many men. And God was on Abram's side. And God was there helping him and he was able to use Abram's men to defeat this king. So after Abram returns back from his victory, the king of Sodom goes out and meets him. And also this other king, this king named Melchizedek, who was a priest of God. And he goes out and he blesses Abram. And he says, blessed be Abram by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be the God most high who has defeated your enemies for you. So this shows right here that God was on Abram's side. He had helped Abram go out and rescue Lot. And Abram goes and gives Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods that he had recovered from everything. And the king of Sodom ends up saying to Abram, you can just keep everything. Thank you so much for what you did. Keep everything that was plundered. You can have it. But Abram says no. No way, I am not going to do that because I don't want you to say you made me rich. I'm not going to do that. You can have your stuff back. And he says, I will accept only what my young warriors have already eaten. And I request that you give a fair share of the goods to my allies, Aner, Eshkel, and Mamer. So that is Genesis chapter 14. And basically it shows that Abram went out and fought this battle and God had used him to help recover Lot and defeat this king, this King Cater or Cater Laomer. Oh, maybe I got that right. Cater Laomer <laughs> after several tries. So, um, so this is just showing the power of God to use these 318 men that Abram had to defeat this king that went out and plundered and was victorious. But these men with Abram were even more victorious because they had God on their side. And every time that happens, people win. <laughs> so it's good to have God on your side. And this was actually a very interesting chapter for me, mainly because I've never really studied this one before. I kind of just brushed right through it other times when I've read it, thinking it's kind of boring. But no, I actually rather thought this one was very interesting. And I hope you guys did too. Join me tomorrow. We will be back in Matthew chapter 6 on the Sermon on the Mount. I'll be excited to record that one with you as well. I'm still working on getting my other platform updated and ready for you guys. So bear with me as I continue to do that. I'm hoping to get it done soon and just hopefully uh, getting everything figured out as well. It's just there's a big learning curve for me. So thank you guys for listening in. Join me tomorrow, 6 a.m. And also go to my website, www.p40ministries.com for some great resources. And also sign up for the emails because I put out a weekly blog post every Saturday morning at 6.30 a.m. So make sure you sign up for those emails so that you'll never miss anything. And I also have an extremely exciting announcement that I have been promising you guys forever that is soon to be updated. So I will see you guys soon. God bless and happy listening. Bye, everybody.